0: Good morning morning, everybody. everybody. Welcome to the morning morning broadcast. broadcast. We just have some feedback. Hello. Hello testing. Hallelujah. Okay. Welcome to the morning broadcast. Hello. I see Erica is and Martinette is already watching. (laughs) Bless you guys. It's good to see you. So hello Saraki. It's good to see you. Be blessed. Um, there's some names. Hey, Janine. Hello, Janine. Hello, Name Lifi. So uh, it's good to see everybody here this morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Janine, you saw that David and Goliath story. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't think of a way to do it more boring than that. But yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Okay, so let's see um i have a i have a word and the word it's very simple but i'm gonna go to a few scriptures so i want to turn to psalm one one eight lesson now good to see you there um okay so psalm one one eight says i'm gonna start in verse hmm Let's start in verse 17. He says, I shall not die, but live and shall declare the works and recount the illustrious acts of the Lord. That's a good verse. I think that's awesome. And all right. So now it says, verse 21, I will confess and praise and give thanks to you, for you have heard and answered me, and you have become my salvation and deliverer. So Jesus became our deliverer at the cross. So verse 22, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. All right, so he came unto his own, but his own received him not. But to as many as did receive him, gave he power to become sons of God, as many as believed on his name. So all of this connects to the New Testament. So now it's also in 1 Peter chapter 2 and then Revelation chapter 5. he says the stones which the builders rejected has become the chief of the corner. And he says in 1 Peter 2, so be built into a holy habitation, into this holy mountain. So he has made us a peculiar people. Uh, A kingdom of priests, you know, out of Exodus and out of um, Revelation 1 and Revelation 5. So you remember that that message. Now he says, this is from the Lord and it's his doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord has brought about. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So this day, it's not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The day that the Lord has made is the day... Uh, that has dawned when Christ was crucified on that cross, when, when Jesus paid the price, when he, when he ended all the sacrifices of the law, when he stopped and, and fulfilled every letter to the dot of the, of the law of Moses, and when he removed it and established the new, this time of the new. Um, this is the day that the Lord has made the the day that the Lord has made for us to dwell in him and he in us. This is the day of salvation that the Lord has brought about for us, uh, wherein we can live knowing him without any separation between us and God. He says, save now, we beseech you, O Lord, send now prosperity, O Lord. We beseech you and give to us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord, you who come into the sanctuary under his guardianship. Okay. The Lord is God who has shown and given us light. He has illuminated us with grace, freedom, and joy. This is all New Testament. Okay. Right. So, this is the day. We are in a day. And this day is... uh, is a time after the cross it's a time it's a it's a day it's an era and this day is the day of fellowship with christ it's the day of salvation of people it's the day of healing the sick and opening the eyes of the blind it's the day of revival it's the day of knowing God um, so people can live on this in this calendar time and miss the day. people can Live in this calendar day, the 15th of July, 2020, but still be in the night. (laughs) People can live and be focused on the natural and still be in darkness, but not be in the light, not in the light of day. And um, so we need to awake to the day and wake to righteousness and wake to life. It says... um, First Corinthians 15, awake to righteousness and so not. Ephesians chapter 5 says, awake thou that sleepest and Christ shall give you light. So uh, we awake to his presence. We awake to the day that has dawned um, when the light shone in the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. We awake to the day, um, it says in Matthew chapter 4, I think, uh, it says the people who sat in darkness saw A great light. Okay, so that great light is Jesus Christ. He said, I am the light of the world. All right, so let's just quickly go to John chapter 8. We're hearing some drilling noises here. So it's either a very serious dentist or it's someone drilling a hole in a wall. I hope it's the latter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so where were we? John chapter 8. Okay, he says, Okay, so now the woman was caught in the act of adultery, and Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. You know, he said to the Pharisees, Go and sin. He said to the Pharisees, The one without sin cast the first stone, they all left. And he said to the lady, I don't condemn you, go and sin no more. Now he says, verse 12, Once more, Jesus addressed the crowd. He said, I am the light of the world. Okay, I am the light of the world. Okay, now we need to get this. He gives us the time. I am. Not I was the light of the world. Not I will be the light of the world. Yes, Revelation says, he is the one who was and who is and who is to come. So in him all time consists. But we need to get this. In our relationship with him, for us here on earth, we need to get this. I am. He is I am. And I am is always right now. I am the light of the world. So you need to be present in the moment today in his presence and have fellowship with him. And instead of being stuck in the past... Instead of being stuck in your, your ideas of the future, but be present with him right now. And when you are present with him right now, you are in the light. And if you are in the light, you are in the day. And if you are in the day, you are in the day that the Lord has made in which we rejoice and we are glad in it. I hope this makes sense. This is an awesome revelation. Okay, now he says, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not be walking in the dark, but will have the light, which is life. See, do you want life? Oh, we shall not die, but live, Psalm 118, and declare the illustrious acts of the Lord. Do you want life? Okay, then walk in the light. How do you have the light? Follow Jesus. In the now, in the now moment, obedient to his promptings now. Prophet Kubrick used to say, delayed obedience is disobedience. So it's not necessarily about so much our works and our obedience are standing on our obedience. It's speaking about faith and he's speaking about timing. And the timing in God is always now. So, uh, so God rarely gives things away w- way ahead of time. He just tells you, just get up and do this. You don't have to understand everything. Just think of Cornelius. An angel said, he appeared to him and said, you're giving us come up before God, go send for Peter. And Peter, said, the Holy Spirit says, go with these men. And he went. So he says, okay, here I am. Well, now what? He says, okay, preach to them. <laughs> so we need to be flexible like a palm tree in the wind. Okay, We need to, we need to move with the Spirit. We need to... F- that sails of the ship and let the wind blow us where the wind wants us okay we we need to stop resisting God in his purposes you don't have to see everything you just need to trust him and see him in the moment right now and when he says something just do it that moment that makes it step by step very easy very relaxed in the moment full of joy full of peace no burden on you the whole burden is on him Okay, right, so I am the light of the world, he who follows me. So it's a continuous thing of walking with him. Uh, Romans 8 verse 14, those who uh, are led by the Spirit. That means if you are led, it means you follow. If those who are led by the Spirit are sons of God. So he says, I'm the light of the world, he who follows me will not be walking in the dark, in darkness or in the night, or be asleep, (laughs) <laughs> have a, a consciousness that's not awake to God or have a, a defiled conscience, you can say all kinds of things about it. Say, but we'll have the light, which is life. So if you're in the day, then you're in the light. If you're in the light, you're in the life. Passed over out of darkness into life. John 5 says, uh, those who have Christ have already passed over into life from death into life right so i'm the light of the world john chapter 9 all right now here's a miracle that was about to happen okay let's just read this he says and jesus passed by and he saw a man which was blind from his birth i'm reading king james and his disciples asked him saying master who did sin this man or his parents that he was born blind So now they want to figure out the reason why he was born blind. Isn't that like just like today? You know, like people, why are you suffering with this? Why are you struggling with it? Let's go scratch in your past. Let's go look into the past. Let's go look what happened. Who did this? Why, why, why? Back into the past. Okay. So he says, uh, now Jesus answered, neither has this man sinned nor his parents, but now he speaks in the conjunctive, I think that's the, 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 um, the, the grammatical thing. I might be wrong, but forgive me. He says, but the works, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. He didn't say God made him blind to show a miracle. He said, we expressed the wish that the work of God may be shown in this man. He says, forget the sin story. It's not about who sinned. Let's heal him. That's what he's saying, okay? So now he says, I must work the works of him that sent me. While it is day, so the works that he has for us is in the day. The day is the light. The light is wherever he is. If you follow him, you will be in the light. So uh, if you are awake to his presence right now, you're in the light and you are following him, and when you follow him, you're not in the darkness. And if you are following him, believing in him, John 14, verse 12, you will be doing the works that he does and even greater works because he goes to the Father. He said, That's it." John 14, verse 12. So now he says, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. Okay, so what happened? When did the night come? Jesus was crucified, and the whole place became dark. The light of the world went out. Three o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> the light went out. Gone. All right? He says, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. As long as I am in the world. I want to say, as, as long as I am is in the world. As long as I am in the world, I am the light Of the world so he said in John and Matthew 5 you are the light of the world the city set on a hill so he was speaking of the Jews they were supposed to be the light of the world he's speaking to them the Sermon on the Mount but he was prophesying about the church you are the light of the world you are the city set on a hill we have come to Mount Zion Hebrews chapter 12 to the city of the firstborn to the angels in festal gathering to the church of this Saints made perfect okay Um, so you have come so it's already done we are already united with him we are already on the mountain on Zion we are the mountain we are the city you are already the light of the world if you have him who is the light inside you and if you are in the light he says as long as I am in the world I am the light of the world so he went out spirit went back to God his body went to the tomb His soul went to hell to preach to the spirits who who were in prison. 1 Peter chapter 3. Okay? So, he took back his life. He, He stood up. The light went on again. Okay. And he blew his spirit. He gave us the same spirit. Now, I am is in the world. But I am is in the world in the church. You have the spirit. You have the light. Now, you are the light. As Jesus was walking as the Christ on the earth. Now every individual believer is walking on the earth as the Christ. Jesus inside them. So if we just can get it. I am the light of the world. In this present moment be surrendered to him. Dwell in the light as he is in the light. The blood cleanses you. There is no condemnation. You have unbroken fellowship Him. 1 John uh, 1 verse 8, Romans chapter 6, unbroken fellowship with him. Okay, dwelling in the light. Okay, so now that you are in the light, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Isn't that awesome? So this day is this continuous now moment since the the cross, since the spirit was poured out, this continuous now moment in the secret place, in him, in fellowship with God, walking with God. If you are following him, you will be working the works of light. All right. So now, man, the grace of God means if you awaken to the grace of God, you are, You've awoken to the new day. That's the true woke. These other woke people are not woke. They're, they're fast asleep. <laughs> oh, man, people are so woke that they are in absolute dense darkness. Right. I'll say it to anyone. It's, that's ridiculous. I'm, I'm woke, but I burn down buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Right. So let's see. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 6. I think that's a good place to go. And then we can go to Hebrews chapter 4. How much time do we have? Oh my goodness, the time. Okay, so 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Hallelujah. I love this scripture. Now he says, I want us to read the end of 2 Corinthians 5 first. He says, Um, for our sake he made christ to be sin who knew no sin so that even through him we might become endued with viewed as being a blah 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 the righteousness of god what we ought to be approved acceptable and right relationship with god by his goodness so now we're in this relationship because of the cross of christ he says laboring together do you see there The fellowship, laboring together. The moment you're in fellowship, you work the works of Christ. Laboring together as God's fellow workers with him then, we beg of you not to receive the grace of God in vain. That merciful kindness by which God exerts his holy influence on souls and thus turns them to Christ, keeping and strengthening them. Do not receive it to no purpose. So here... Now now he gives you the perspective that you need that the grace that you receive will have purpose. He says for in verse two for he says in the time of favour. So what's the time of favor? The time of favour is this is the day that the Lord has made. The time of favor is after the cross the grace that is preached. The time of favor is right now in the light of day. The kingdom is like the sun that rises and, and you know, shines f- fuller and stronger to midday sun. It, it's ever increasing. Okay, so he says, um, in the time of favor of an assured welcome, I have listened to and heeded your call. And I have helped you on the day of deliverance. Doesn't that sound like Psalm 118? The day of salvation. Behold, now is truly the time for a gracious welcome and acceptance of you from God. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Okay. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. The day of salvation. The day of of living in fellowship with him of dwelling in the light of following the holy ghost the day of being awakened to righteousness and sinning not a day of standing in his presence a day of walking with god in the light a day of true unbroken intimate fellowship all right a day of rest the sabbath day as was prophesied from creation (laughs) we are now in the Sabbath rest. The Sabbath is the day that the Lord has made. Don't you think it's interesting that Jesus walked around and always on a Sabbath day, it's like, what day is it? Sabbath. Oh, it's Sabbath day. Where's the Pharisees? Let's go heal some people. (laughs) So every time it's Jesus and a sick person that he heals and there's the Pharisees and it's always on a Sabbath day. Why? Why? Jesus said when they confronted him on this thing, he said, you're not supposed, can't you heal them on the other days? Why do you heal heal him on a Sabbath day? He said, "Um, my day, my my father is at work and I should also be at, at divine work. Okay, so the Sabbath rest means ceasing from human labors. The Sabbath rest means I step into the day of the Lord, stepped into the day of salvation And as I rest, the Father does his works through me, and we walk in the works of the day, the works of the light. So resting means tremendous signs and wonders and miracles. Resting means raising the dead. Resting means opening the eyes of the blind, because you can't do it by effort. (laughs) Resting means deaf ears open up. Resting means whoo, Holy Ghost, and nothing of me. If I'm aware of me, I'm not resting, man. My head is running around and I'm trying to find a solution. But when I'm resting in God, it's like, wow, everything is so easy. The burden is light. There's just light, like in light (laughs) and light. (laughs) The burden is just, oh, man, everything is just so nice and so easy. All right, so we need to enter the rest. Let's just go to Hebrews chapter 4, and then, then we'll finish up. So Hebrews chapter four says the following. Man, I love this word. Hebrews and she drinks. Okay. Ah, oh. man, I don't have time for the whole chapter. Let's let's just touch on a few things here and there. Okay. So there was a parable. And the parable was the Israelites in the desert for 40 years, and they didn't want to believe. And then they got to the Jordan. Before the 40 years, they, they, they got to the Jordan, and Joshua and Caleb with the other 10 spies went out, and they spied the land. They came back and said, hey, it's an awesome land. But then the 10 said, there's giants, and we were grasshoppers in their eyes, and grasshoppers in our own eyes. Then Joshua and Caleb said, hey, we can take it. God said, we can take it. Let's go. So they Picked up stones to stone them. So God said, okay, go back into the desert. 40 years around the mountain, all of them dead. When they got back to the river, Joshua and Caleb were as strong as they were 40 years before. And God said to Joshua, now Moses is out of the way. So my servant Moses is dead. Now take these people into the promised land. Now, now, take Now, in this moment, now, take them into the promised land. Okay, so they didn't believe. It says in verse 2, Indeed, we've had the glad tidings of the gospel of God proclaimed to us as truly as they, the Israelites of old did, when the good news of deliverance from bondage came to them. But the message they heard did not benefit them because it was not mixed with faith. So if there's no faith, there's no benefit. If there's no faith, there's no entering the promises of God. What is the promise? The rest. Okay, so... He says, For we who have believed do enter that rest in accordance with his declaration that those who who did not believe should not enter when he said, As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. And this he said, Although his works had been completed and prepared and waiting for all who would believe from the foundation of the world. There's works of the light, there's works, and those works are in the light. It's waiting for you. If you awake to righteousness, if you awake to the day of salvation, if you awake to the light, you will just step into those works. Go read Ephesians chapter 2 for homework. You are God's own workmanship, his his own handiwork. Um, and he preordained pre- and he's for, to walk in the works that he has preordained for you so there's works preordained there's works prepared ahead of time for you so that you might walk in it but you can only walk in it if you dwell in the light it's not so predestination doesn't mean everything plays out and everything is God's will that's absolute deception man and it paralyzes people you need to dwell in the light and have fellowship with him, and then you just step into supernatural works, which is signs and wonders and miracles. All right. So it's prepared ahead of time, waiting for all who would believe from the foundation of the world. So the foundation of the world speaks of a new foundation, the same one in First Corinthians chapter three is the same one that says this Peter. Who do men say that I am? You are the Christ, the son of the living God. On this rock, I will build my church. That's the foundation. Christ, the foundation of the world, the new world, has been from the cross. But I don't have time to explain that right now. Okay. And for a certain place, he has said this about the seventh day. And God rested from, on the seventh day from all his works. So that's the labor. And now we walk, work in the Walk in the works of the fruit. Okay, I'll get, that's a whole sermon. And they forfeited their part in it. For in this passage, he said, they shall not enter my rest. Seeing then that the promise remains over from past times for some to enter that rest. And that those who formerly were given the good news about it and the opportunity failed to appropriate it and did not enter because of disobedience unbelief again he sets a definite day a new today and gives another opportunity of securing that rest saying through david after so long a time the words already quoted today if you would hear his voice and when you hear it do not harden your hearts so today don't harden your heart. Today when the spirit speaks, in the moment be obedient. In the moment be surrendered to him and move as he moves. Follow him and you will be walking in the light. If you walk in the light, you will do the works of the light. You will do signs and wonders. It's as simple as just doing it. Just step in. Don't be afraid. If you're if there's a sick person, there's a prompting on you, just there doesn't even need to be a specific prompting. Just lay your hands on them, because they already said, go lay your hands on the sick. So follow him. If there's a sick person, ponk, lay your hands. And guess what? You'll be in the light, and you'll be work, work, working the works of the light, and the sick person will be healed. It's simple, simple, simple stuff. We just need to do it. Just act. Okay. He uh, gives another opportunity today, if you would... Hear his voice, don't harden your heart. Verse 8, this mention of a rest was not a reference to their entering into Canaan. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not speak afterward about another day. So that was not the full rest. What Joshua gave them was a parable about the day when christ would enter then there was another 40 year period until jerusalem was destroyed and then the church was the only thing that was on this earth that represented god all the other stuff was removed jerusalem was destroyed the church is what is in the day of the light the church is where god is active the church is what what god has favor and grace on nothing else so don't waste your time with all this other nonsense about rebuilding a temple. It's just not true. It's, it's just not true. It's not true. It's great deception. Okay. Right. So the day that, that was spoken was not given by, by Caleb and Joshua. It was given at the cross. So then there is still awaiting a full and complete Sabbath rest reserved for the true people of God. The true people of God are those who believe. For he who has once entered God's rest also has ceased from the weariness and pain of human labors. That's the labor of the law before the cross. Strive not for the food that perishes. John chapter 6 verse 27. Right. Now he says, just as God rested from those labors peculiarly his own. So, it's ceasing from human labor, ceasing from trying to change yourself by the law and entering the rest. It's a finished work of the cross. It's prepared. You rest in what Jesus did for you and you start working the miracles. So that's what he means, Resting. Let us therefore be zealous and exert ourselves and strive diligently to enter that rest of God and know and experience it for ourselves. It's not speaking of Sabbath. You're not supposed to play tennis or wash your cards. It's not what he's talking about. He's talking about a day walking all the time in the present time, every single second of your life walking in the presence and the power in the manifest anointing of jesus christ not only on stage on in church everywhere every second at night in the day all the time okay let us be zealous and exert ourselves and strive diligently to enter that rest how do you enter by faith so strive diligently exert yourself to hear the gospel because faith comes by hearing do all you can For your heart to enter the rest by hearing the good news and praying in tongues all the time. All right. And that no one may fall or perish by the same kind of unbelief and disobedience into which those in the wilderness fell. We don't want to fall in unbelief. We don't want to fall into a desert season. Everyone heard of a desert season? That's because of unbelief. That's because of not Moving the second the spirit moved us, so sometimes he, you know, sometimes we miss God and we feel, oh man, no, no, no. hey, he's with you right now, he's right with you now. So me and Johan van sorry, I'm going on, but I have to say this. Um, me and Johan van spoke about the Saturday night in the worship thing last night. We spoke about it again. He said. You know, he was the, the, the kind of he was thinking and he was praying, and there was this depression coming upon him because he said, "Man, I've wasted so many years of my life. If I had just done what I was supposed to be doing, if I was just there with him all the time, if I was just yielded and surrendered and obedient, yeah, all the years that I would have spared." And I had the same experience in the same time. It's just like a couple of months ago, and I just felt, man, so many years were stolen because of wrong things that I believed, and you know. And because of distractions and all kinds of... And so many so many years have just passed by, okay? So, in the glory, but not in the glory. And in him, but not in him. And, you know, so he's, I hope you're hearing what I'm saying. So, uh, so God spoke to me. And I, I testified about this a couple of times. There's been a sermon, sermon on it, on youtube so i was in this office i was just soaking i was in the presence of god and i was just almost grieving this time of stuff that i lost and and just the spirit of god spoke to me so clearly he said bear fruit now bear fruit now bear fruit now hey if you're in a desert season if you're in a desert experience bear fruit now just turn to him he's with you in the now season the day of salvation is now. The day of him declaring to you that he has heard in a time of, of trouble, he has heard you and heeded your call, it's today, now, this very moment. In this moment, just step into that supernatural day, into that light of Christ, into that everlasting day, everlasting life, everlasting day. You step into a day and that day just never ends. There's never There's never. There's never a a night coming again. It's a spiritual day, and you're you're in that day, and that day will just continue forever. The day of salvation, the day in Christ, the fellowship with him. Just awake to the light. Just step into the day. All right. Bear fruit now. (laughs) Abide in the vine and bear fruit, man. All right. Man, this stuff. Let us be zealous to enter. For the word that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, effective. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line in the breath of the soul and the immortal spirit and the joints and marrow and the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. So the word goes straight into... If you, if you open your heart for the word, the word goes... Shoo. And it cuts deep and it takes up, out all the hardness of heart. It takes out all the stoniness. Ezekiel says he removes the stone heart that gives you a heart of flesh. It removes all the stuff that's not supposed to be there. It renews a new heart and a new spirit inside you, Psalm 51. He he brings out all the other stuff, the circumcision of the heart, Colossians chapter two. So man, it's this big picture of the baptism. You die and you are raised. To a new life in Jesus Christ circumcision of the heart all the hardness is removed, the word enters and the abiding Christ stays there, alright sermon on its own For the word that God speaks, okay, we read that. He says, And not a creature exists that is concealed from his sight, but all things are open and exposed and naked and defenseless to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Inasmuch then as we have a great high priest who has already ascended and passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession of faith in him. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to understand and sympathize and have a shared feeling with our weaknesses and infirmities and liability to the assaults of temptation. But one who has been tempted in every respect as we are yet without sinning. Let us then fearlessly, confidently, boldly draw near to the throne of grace. The throne of God's unmerited favor to our sinners that we may receive Mercy for our failures and find grace in help in good time for every need, appropriate help, well-timed help coming just when we need it. So when is the appropriate time for help? In the day of salvation, right now. It's not for you to wait natural time for God to operate, but it's for you to step into God's time. It's not for you to try to get God into your natural day, but it's for you to step into the light, into the day that the Lord has made and rejoice and be glad in it. And then you bring the light of day into time. You are the one on the earth. You are the one in the body. You are the one that God gave authority to rule and reign on this earth. So you are the one that in time and space, you're going to bring this stuff here. But you need to step into this day in the spirit. You need to step into the light. You need to step into fellowship with Jesus Christ. And from there, every word you say will be in season. Everything you do will be by the power of God, co-laboring with Christ walking with the power of God, doing the works that was prearranged for you in Christ, in the light. All right. We come boldly to the throne of grace to receive grace and mercy. So what do you do when you receive grace? Romans 5:17. those who receive the overflowing abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness will reign as kings in life. So you come to the throne of grace, you receive grace, and you enter the rest. That's what this whole chapter in Hebrews is about, entering the rest, the Sabbath. And entering the rest, the Sabbath, means you sit at the right hand of the Father inside Christ, seated with Him in heavenly places. You sit, you take your place in Christ at the right hand of the Father, entering the rest. That's the fulfillment of the promise. You enter the rest. And you're resting in Christ in what he has done for you. You are seated on the throne. And every time you say something from the throne, an angel goes and does it. Every time, every time you say something, lightnings, and it happens. You just point to someone there and they fall over in the power of God. You just say to someone, be blessed. And then, you know, business deals comes in. And you think I'm joking. It's real. It's real. It's real so you just touch someone and their cancer goes you lay your hands on someone who was just kept alive by machines and the doctor said there's no hope there's no vital signs at all A cloud comes over the lady that's August two years ago and spontaneously half an hour later a heart start, the heart starts beating okay everyone everyone testifying it's a miracle okay why does those things happen It's the works that happen as you dwell in the day of salvation. It's a marvelous thing. It's the day that the Lord has made. What happens in the day? You enter the rest. Where is the rest? On the throne in Christ at the right hand of the Father. The more you rest, the more powerful you become. The greater the works. So Jesus was really resting when he was calling Lazarus from the grave. Jesus was really resting when he healed the lame man in Matthew 9. He was really resting when he opened up the blind man in John 9, putting mud on his eyes. He was really resting when that lady touched the hem of his garment and she got healed. He was resting and he did only what he saw his father doing. How did he see his father doing? Well, he was right there with the father at the right hand. He was right there in heaven, on earth, at the same time, in fellowship with the Father. Now, that's also a sermon on its own out of John chapter 3, but (laughs) we can't do everything. I'm already 20 minutes over my time, 15 minutes over my time. All right, so may you just be, be blessed. May you really just enter the rest. May you just walk in the day. May you awake to righteousness. May you just dwell in the light as he is in the light. And may you walk in this light forever, forever today. So, today is your best day. But this today is not a natural day, it's a supernatural day. It's a day in the heavens, in the secret place, and where the secret place comes to heaven, comes to earth. Father, let your kingdom come in earth as it is in heaven. All right. So, may you be blessed. May you have an awesome today forever. May you just experience the rest, the signs, and wonders, and miracles. May you be just blessed. May there be an increase of power. May there be an increase of favor. Whew. Revival. I declare this is the day of revival. The time for revival is now, in Jesus' name. Just step into it. In Jesus' name. Be blessed. Uh, I haven't even greeted all the people. Let me just greet some people. Hello, people Be be greeted. <laughs> okay, hello Harvey, hello Yaku. hey, out of New York, it's awesome to see you, yaku bless you man, is lekker, ek het, ek het ek net volgend in jou gedink, ek, ek en Pieter het word jou geskinner, <laughs> bless you, Yaku. Harvey, bless you man, it's good to see you, hello Ilse, bless you man, woman, you're a woman or a man, bless you, <laughs> Santi, Janine, you're always watching. Bless you. Who else is there? And Samantha, bless you, Samantha Gavin. It's good to see you, man. Oh, man, it's all these these people that I know for so many years. Bless you, Samantha. And Charlene, Jasmine, bless you. Hello, Mars. Marta um, sin Maruasa. Here's Niku. Also, he shared a link. You can check the link. Um, who else is here? Bianca. It's good to see you, Bianca, and uh, Jakub Boeta is again, is watching there, I see your name there, Ilze, Niku, okay, that's all the names, <laughs> blessed, be blessed, everyone, it's just great to greet everyone, you know, to just have some kind of contact with you, so I hope you just have an awesome day, we we'll see you tomorrow at nine, amen.